Welcome to the Cost is Courage podcast. Being a human is hard, and courage is required to do it well. Whether you need a champion or a coach, we've got you covered. I'm Lisa Baker. And I'm Melissa Dyer. And we're so glad you're here. Welcome to the Cost is Courage podcast. You're listening to episode number one, where we're going to talk a lot about courage. Well, of course. How else would we start? Yeah. So let's talk, let's talk about that. How else would we start? So let's talk about a little bit. How did we start? How did we get on this idea about courage? How did that start for us? Well, we had started getting to know each other and we were walking. We started walking. Mm-hmm. And then I don't remember exactly the date I was looking yeah, through my, either. through my planner and realized that it was like exactly a year ago that we walked for the first time together. But then there was some day where it just like, I know I had a lightning bolt moment where I realized like that I had chosen my word for the year. Like that's the thing I've been doing for the last couple of yeah, years me too. was courage. And like, I already knew that that was in my head and you we're talking about how you were writing a book about courage and I felt very much like, hold up, wait, what? Yeah. So that I was think our, we're going to magical moment there, right? Yes. Like we're going to need to spend a lot more time together. And my calendar tells the story because after that very quickly, seven thirty Thursday mornings became the can't miss hour of the week. Yeah. I know we were going to have, I know I totally our, miss our beach walks right now, but yeah. We are going to have our conversations. This is good. So that was our beginning, our courageous beginning, mm-hmm. right? And like, and it wasn't like we did some cheesy thing where we were just like, okay, every week let's talk about courage. Right. It just came, everything just always comes back to that. Yeah. You know, and what I love that's so different about us, you know, is that, so I'm a therapist and I feel like these are conversations that I have with people all day long, every day, all the time, you know, and had made courage my word. But I hadn't actually sat down and be like, well, if it's going to be my word, <laughs> like, what is courage? How do I understand it? Where do I need it? Like, I just let that be and let it unfold, you know, and your personality is so different where, you know, like you have like, oh, yeah, <laughs> I'll let you talk about that. Your approach is very different from mine. <laughs> well, I think, you know, too, it it did start in very much the a similar way to you that um, I kind of had to land on a word because as I was writing, you know, working on my manuscript and it is um, really, it's an articulation of one, you know, one thread of my own story and the transformation I experienced. And when I thought, oh my gosh, I'm having this like reoccurring, like patterns of behavior in my life. I'm like, what did I, what have I learned? Like, what's that one word? you know, what is one word that is the, can be the banner over all of this. I thought about courage, you know, that I don't, I don't know exactly why, but there was something intuitive that I was led to that. I'm like, this is really about courage, which then forced me into developing my own, you know, I guess my own, um, perspective of what courage is, what courage isn't, because I am not the kind of person who is going to marinate a lot on the word fear. Mm -hmm. I don't get afraid a lot. I have very, you know, strong opinions about fear and how that works in our life. 
So, um, and I'm very much, you know, I'm a, a very a thought driven person and I do, you know, inform my emotions in mm-hmm. a very strong manner um, with what I thought. But what I found in my whole um, process of, okay, so if this is about courage, maybe I should learn a little bit about courage and learn what other people's perspectives is, are on courage. I came to the Maya Angelou quote, which Mm -hmm. I love, which I'm just going to share with you. So she says that courage is the most important of all the virtues, because without courage, you can't practice any other virtue consistently. You can practice any virtue erratically, but nothing consistently without courage. And for me, um, I'm very drawn to the word virtue. Mm -hmm. Someone else might use values or principles, but... I was really attracted to that word. And then when I started to unpack and formulate my own, okay, so what is courage? What isn't? And then I started blogging about it and people, it started resonating with them. And then I developed it a little bit more and a little bit more. So that's kind of how I, I, you know, I have seven lanes. Mm -hmm. I have Mm -hmm. language for this now. Mm -hmm. I have language for the people who, you know, read my blog and, and follow some of the things that I do. And, um, that's how I got there. Mm -hmm. And I feel like I spent a whole year with courage as my word and I've spent, you know, 15 years as a therapist and it wasn't until like five o'clock this morning that my brain, like I woke up cause I knew we were going to do this today. And I was like, if we're going to have an episode on what is courage, like, shoot, (laughs) like I need to be able to actually articulate that. It can't just be this process this you know inarticulate process yeah um you know and so that that is what I was doing at five o'clock this morning and thinking that like I don't need to write these things down because they're so good I'll remember them and then by the time the third thought came along I was just like oh I need to like turn the lights on and write these things down um so that I can actually still have them now because I've lost too many thoughts so share a little bit so I know that you're still, I mean, I'm not going to put you too much on the hot seat about, you know, a full articulation, but from your perspective, Mm -hmm. share a little bit with what you, what your thoughts are on courage. Mm -hmm. You know, I think, you know, I, I think back to like moments, you know, where like I've been with my little nephew and, you know, he is afraid of something and we talk about how being courageous or being brave you know, it's not that you're not scared. It's that you do it anyway. And I'm sure we've all heard that, you know, and I've heard uh, Brene Brown talk a lot about, you know, vulnerability being kind of the root of courage. And when I was thinking about it at five o'clock this morning, you know, looking back over my own life and how I've identified courage and where I've needed it, you know, and I'm like you where it isn't necessarily about Fear, although my year of courage helped me to recognize where like fear can be more insidious and hidden, like it doesn't have to feel like anxiety or panic or terror, Mm -hmm. but where beliefs are holding us back and that those are rooted into some deep fears that we don't recognize. And so kind of being intentional about looking for the ways that those feelings are shaping us. And so then courage itself for me has a lot to do with not being controlled or ruled or led by our more vulnerable and difficult emotions. Yeah. You know, and so we don't, we don't allow like our fear of 
disappointment. For me, like the big fear that I've had to work through and the reason that courage was my word for that year was the the fear of being seen. You know, if you really like if I let you see me and I let you know me for who I really am, mm-hmm. you know, am I worthy? Do you, you know, do I have something to contribute right. um, sharing my voice? And so for me, doing this podcast is actually a huge yeah. act of courage, <laughs> you know, and posting it and sharing it with friends, you know, letting my husband listen to the trailer um, and give me his opinion, you know, that that is all on the growth edge. And I know that that uh, is scary for me, but that like where I want to be led by the value of like, I think that the conversations that we have, like that we both are so encouraged by them that it's worth doing the scary thing to offer that encouragement to someone else. And so the same value that leads me to be a therapist leads me to want to share positive, anything encouraging. Yeah. Anything that's coming out that's, that's positive. And I think so too. I think, you know, courage is something that obviously if you're, if, many voices are articulating different facets or aspects of courage. Mm -hmm. Really what that tells me, even between you and I, how we would articulate um, is that courage, part of the essence of courage is personality driven. Mm -hmm. That um, what's hard for me isn't necessarily hard for you. Mm -hmm. Um, What is a priority to me to overcome isn't necessarily the same priority for you. And so it has a certain amount of versatility, Mm -hmm. but it also has some of its, you know, just characteristics are kind of universal. And I know that every time that we've kind of, we've talked about that, that you use the word insidious, you know, that I, I always think of the image. It feels like to me, like it's the Loch Ness monster, Mm -hmm lurking Mm -hmm. in the dark water. And when you see the pictures of the Loch Ness monster, it's interesting because it looks like that same dinosaur that is the herbivore. Mm -hmm. It's not the carnivore. So in theory, it's not a very scary animal, (laughs) right? Because it's not going to eat me. It always looks kind of, um, there's a certain amount of like just serenity, like weird serenity in in an image I've seen of the Loch Ness monster, you know, like everything's dark and it's like foggy, but it's not ferocious. And I think that's the thing is like, it's this weird fear mm-hmm. that doesn't is, is not feeling like it's attacking you right there, but it's present. Right. You're it's aware of the obvious. presence. Yeah. That's why. And that's why yeah. like, I'm so glad that's the image you get from insidious because that is exactly what, like, that's what I found when doing that kind of, you know, where do I need like, yeah, yeah, the audit, like, you know, I've been doing a lot of audits of myself this year, (laughs) you know, so kind of the courage audit, like where, you know, where am I lacking? Where, where is their fear hidden in the guise of something else? Right. Yeah. And I think that too, when I started writing and I was really churning with, you know, what I had learned um, going through some things in my life, it was that this idea that if I can, build a narrative for myself about what it means to have courage or to exercise my courage, then I can see areas of my own personality, of my life, of my life, um, of my behaviors, of my thoughts and my feelings 
and I can say, hey, this this is an opportunity for me to cultivate courage because where I would typically respond in this manner, I have the choice to respond differently. And mm-hmm. oh, by the way, you you start to introduce this in your life and it's an incredible point of personal growth and accountability mm-hmm. because you now know and you would have to make the conscious choice not to be courageous. Like you don't want to do that with yourself. You don't want to be trapped with yourself yeah. <laughs> knowing you you had choices and you didn't exercise them. Yeah. You know, to grow and and to live with courage because I think in the end we'd all like to say, "Oh, I, you know, I lived with some courage." Mm-hmm. It makes you feel good about yourself. Yeah. <laughs> well, and I think the the sneaky nature of it is what has caught me maybe most off guard, not the sneaky nature of courage, but the, that you don't even realize where you need it. Um, you know, I went through a, a phase where my whole life was basically turned upside down and we'll talk about that more in yeah. future <laughs> episodes. So many things to talk about. But, um, I realized like that I had, I had all these kinds of like, not rules so much, but they were almost like kind of like definitions about myself mm-hmm. that, you know, we feel safer when we know, like, this is who I am. This is who I'm not. This is what I like. This is what I don't like. Right. This is what I'm good at. This is what I'm bad at. And I didn't realize that, like, so many of those things that I had set up like that, that they that they were kind of out of fear, maybe a desire to avoid discomfort, mm-hmm. wanting to avoid looking stupid. Like, I didn't like doing things that I wasn't good at. Yeah. You know, classic overachiever perfectionist. You know, in my past, I'd like to think that I've moved somewhat away from that, given that. Lots know, of permission to be imperfect, imperfect yes. here. Yes. Imperfect action is yes. like one of my buzz phrases from last year, like living by that. Um, but I, I realized that like I had made my life small and that there was a smaller than it needed to be. Right. And kind of going through that process of cultivating courage. Yeah. You know, or it's like, these are the, the the lines I've set down about my life, are they true? Am I missing out on something because I'm staying in the comfort zone of these things? And it turned out like, yes, I was missing out on so much, you know? And so like when I look back at myself 10 years ago, I'm unrecognizable now. Right. I've changed so much because of, because I removed those restrictions. I was willing to move towards discomfort. I was willing to look a little silly. I was willing to, say, I don't know. Yeah. Um, well, I love that you're bringing that up because, you know, the, the, the reality that we can, and what I've kind of learned, it's almost like a rubber band. We can be well stretched in one area of courage mm-hmm. and we can be very tight in other areas where I'm, I'm pretty good about, you know, I have had to be uncomfortable so much in my life. Most of it was introduced without my control that mm-hmm. I actually am quite comfortable being uncomfortable. Like that state does not make me anxious. I am not afraid. I have my own, you know, script for myself that I'm just like, all right, you've never done this before. You're going to be here. There is nobody here that has any awareness that you it, it would be great to lead you through this situation and make it easier for you because I've just had to adapt so I say, you know, one of one of the seven um, uh, attributes that I've kind of ascribed to 
my definition of my working definition of courage is you're getting comfortable with being uncomfortable. Like Mm -hmm. that's just something, but also not quitting Mm -hmm. is an area of courage where I'm like, like, as soon as I start, I want to quit. It's like a reflex, you know, and to just, and, and that speaks to the ability to persevere through hard and get hard things require courage. I think when we package it like that, we're like, yeah, hard things do require courage. Courage is, um, it's not just action. I do feel it's energy, you know? And mm-hmm. so you are accumulating this energy to do hard things. And mm-hmm. we talk about being a human is hard. And that's why it costs courage because you got to have a storehouse to pull from mm-hmm. in order to work through all that yeah. hard human stuff, whether it's feeling base or situation, but you know, all it, yeah. it could be a myriad of things, but I was like, Oh my gosh, I'm a big giant quitter. And mm-hmm. I'm like, Hey, you, you can do this. Like mm-hmm. you can grow through this. You don't need to be a quitter. Mm-hmm. And yes, it's going to be hard because you've built a habit of quitting, but you can also build a habit of not quitting. So, um, I think that's what I just, um, why I can camp out and courage for so long because there is, um, while it may feel like it's, you know, you're trying to nail jello to the wall Mm -hmm. at the same time, it gives you a lot to work with. Yeah. Yeah. I love that image of it. Like there being the energy of courage and like the strength, you know, that like, I love just even the words, encourage and discourage like that you can you know it can move up and it can move down you can have more of it and less of it and that like when you're encouraging someone like you're like imbuing them with courage you know and when you're discouraging someone you're taking it away and so you know that that it is you know and using the word cultivate you know that it's a thing that you can grow yeah it's a thing that you can build it's a thing that you can, we were talking about pain thresholds yeah. a little while ago, you right. know, that you can develop a, you know, tolerance for discomfort, like as you have right. naturally in your life. Yeah. Um, well, and when courage was my word for the year, you know, my verse that went with that was Joshua one nine. Mm-hmm. And the reason I picked that one of all the, you know, fear knots and whatever is that it starts, you know, be strong and courageous that that like just, the way that it's issued almost as a command is that, that it, uh, it has intention and choice, right? In it, exactly. You know, that it's not a thing that you're born with, or, you know, if you don't have it now, you'll never have it like that. It, it has growability. Well, and I think that too. So I would say it's not some people on the surface seem like they are endowed mm-hmm. by God as your creator, whatever you're, faith perspective may be that it's a God-given human trait, that everybody has a little something. Everybody got a little drop of courage. Mm -hmm. And um, yes, some people are going to run into a burning building and Mm -hmm. not think or feel before the action has happened. And, you know, I kind of have, I like different language. I would Mm -hmm. only use brave. I would probably not use courage because I have strong, you know, real strong opinions about when physical danger is introduced into the equation. Um, I lean towards brave instead of using the word courage. But what I would say is that everybody has an element Mm -hmm. and it is the growability factor, which 
is basically what I've just spent, you know, the last year and a half writing a book about, Mm -hmm. um, that when you learn that and you learn how to do that, it is a game changer for your life. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, and that's what I spend. I feel like that's what I spend all my waking working hours (laughs) doing. You know, I have one, uh, one client in particular, like, you know, we even use the word trainer, you know, Mm -hmm. instead of therapist, because, you know, we, you know, see them as being, you know, in the arena and practicing hard skills, moving towards the hard feelings to, to achieve the goals, to be the person that they want to be, you know, and that that's, um, yeah, I have a quote for that, you know, mm -hmm. courage is like a muscle. If you don't use it, you lose it. Mm-hmm. And the thing is, is that when you're not living a life where you're having to push against things, absolutely, then you, your courage gets atrophied, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. that doesn't mean it's gone and it doesn't mean it's not there. It just means it takes a little bit more mining inside yourself to find it and then to start to work it, you know? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. 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 I mean, I see the, you know, the, parallel in, you know, people who suffer from anxiety, you know, that if you don't, unfortunately, you know, unfortunately the, the, the only way through, you know, through anxiety is through it. Like you can't go around it. You can't avoid it. Yeah. You got (laughs) like, you know, the only way out is through, um, you know, and if you don't, if you, you don't build that muscle and keep challenging the fear and the anxiety, you know, it will take over more and more of your life and your life will get smaller and smaller. Yeah. I hate that. I've seen it happen to people, mm-hmm. seen it happen to people I love, mm-hmm. you know, and it is so to live without intentionally considering courage and how it's impacting almost every area of your life is going to, you know, catch up with your relationships going to catch up with your um professional success you know it's going to catch up if you're always avoiding difficult feelings if you're avoiding conflict if you're avoiding feeling afraid or you know it will it will limit you it will limit how deep your relationships can be how healthy they can be how your physical health can be if you don't want to have the pain because you think something's really wrong with you of hearing a diagnosis that's probably knowing sooner better than later is probably yeah. a wise choice, but mm-hmm. without courage, it's hard to get there, you know, to yeah. that, oh, yeah. to that outcome. So I do think it's really important. Um, I think it's an important conversation to be had, you know, with yourself and with other people in your life and something to investigate. Yeah. All right. So do you have an action step? takeaway for us <laughs> so that we can bring bring this um I don't want to say squishy because I don't think it's so squishy <laughs> but this um expansive you know variety of um interpretations of mm-hmm. what one word really means what should we do with that mm-hmm. well I think you know it's important you know, much as I went through that process, much as you've gone through that process, you know, thinking about, you know, so dear listener, we encourage you (laughs) to, to take a moment, you know, to think about some of the things that we've said, see what resonates with you, you know, see what you think courage 
is or isn't. Um, and really look at, you know, where there might be places in your life where maybe some harder feelings are kind of in, in charge, have taken control, mm-hmm. and where you might identify where courage is needed and just know that they could be really quiet, sneaky places sometimes. But that, you know, I think is a great first step. You know, I know it's a step that we continue to take right every Thursday. <laughs> Self-inventory in the um, uh, loving companionship of um, trusted, you know, friendship, I think Mm -hmm. is. Oh, yeah. It helps so much. a great way to grow. Yeah. And so, you know, having, if you have someone in your life, you know, that would be a courageous step as well. Yeah. You know, to start a conversation with someone about what they think and getting to that place of sharing. I mean, we know that for us, you know, that was the game changer in our relationship was when we started to get really real about the areas in our, in our lives that we needed courage. Cool. Very cool. I think that's a great action step and um, it might be helpful. So I can also add my little, I have a little PDF to offer. Mm -hmm. If, if you have a hard time getting your jello nailed to the wall, yeah, it might be a starting point as far as guidelines on courage. Cool. Hi there. Before we go, we have an invitation for you. Join our Courage Squad. Be part of the conversation. Visit the show notes on our website or thecostiscourage.com and get 14 Days of Courage delivered to your inbox. Each day has a perspective-shifting thought about courage and a tiny action step to help you cultivate your courage. You won't want to miss this. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of The Cost is Courage. Being a human is hard, and to do it well, it's going to cost some courage. If you enjoyed this episode, one way you can tell us is by writing us a review. That would mean so much to us. And be sure to subscribe so you never miss an episode. New episodes drop every Thursday. And don't forget to check out the show notes for resources, tips, and other fun surprises. Bye for now.